0: Welcome everyone to the Derek Diamond Experience podcast episode 135 and today you'll be hearing our podcasting 101 panel from this past weekend's Pensacon. It features myself along with my Nerd Cave podcast co-host Robbie Rawls, Jeremy Branch from Be Terrible Studios, and Chris Kubiak from Nerd Life. But before we get to that, let me tell you about our proud sponsor Audible. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at Audibletrial.com slash Nerdcave. Over hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And without further ado, here is the podcasting one oh one panel from PensaCon 2017.
1: You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Podcasting 101 panel here at Pensacon. Uh, Introduce myself. Uh, My name is Derek Diamond. I'm also the Creative Service Assistant Manager for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos baseball team. I have been podcasting for almost four years now. And uh, sitting here to my right is. I am Robbie Rawls. I work
2: for Fox Sports Radio, and I've been podcasting for two years. I'm Jeremy.
1: Branch, and ever since the accident, they, they totally let me sit in with them. <laughs> I am the, uh, the host of the Weekly Pop Movie Podcast. You can check me out on com or Be Terrible Movies over on YouTube.
3: I'm Chris Kiku Kubiak. I am one of the co-founders of Neek the Podcast and Nerd Life on YouTube, uh, and I am the least official or professional person on this panel.
0: I'll fight you
2: for that position.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Fox Sports Radio
0: so guys why don't we why don't we get started by you know we'll go around the table. How did you guys get introduced to the world of podcasting?
1: Oh really all right um I saw you guys doing no uh i, I about three or four years ago, I started kind of um exploring the world of movie and film punditry. uh there was a couple of specific podcasts that I was listening to uh kind of. Name, name drop, the the know, Collider Movie Talk, Screen Junkies, just various different places you could go to discuss movies. And I was like, wouldn't that be cool if I could like actually talk to somebody about movies and their eyes not glaze over? <laughs> so I, uh, because my wife just got sick of it. She's like, I don't think I watch movies like you do. So it's been a great opportunity to uh, share with like-minded people. And I think that was primarily the motivation that got me into It's just like... There's a whole community out there of people that love the same stuff as you do, whether it's gaming, whether it's movies, whether, I mean, for anything. People that like to sew quilts, there's podcasts out there for them as well. So I just found that it was a great way to connect with other people uh, that, that had similar interests, and, and hopefully that's what brought all of you guys in today is just a, either a desire to do podcasts, which is a similar interest, or just to kind of uh, you know figure out what it is that, that brought us into into the culture and things like that. And it's been a lot of fun. I was able to network with these guys. I was able to network with this guy. And uh, there's actually a thriving podcast scene out here in Pensacola. I've worked with my friends and bro hugs. So uh, it's been a lot of fun.
3: Uh, actually, it started with Rush Limbaugh. This is a true story. Um, I used to drive from Columbus, Georgia to Auburn, Alabama every day. And I was so bored. I started listening to Rush Limbaugh and thought to myself, I could be louder and more obnoxious than this guy. <laughs> um and then i started listening to ign's podcast beyond and unlocked and i met two guys that ha- shared a lot of my same opinions um about gaming and movies and comic books Yikes. and we just uh decided to go for it and it was actually difficult because one of them lived in wichita Kansas, and the other one in dallas texas um, and I'm sure we're going to get into the differences between recording locally and recording <laughs> recording online sure. and the difficulties uh, yeah. that it presents, especially now that Google Hangouts is not a part of it. But we went for about a year and a half, um, and we're on hiatus right now as all of us explore other avenues, but we will be coming back soon. Um, I got into
2: podcasts because I was in a very – cutthroat fantasy football league with uh with friends and I was trying to get a leg up on all of them. Mm-hmm. So I started out with podcasts that, you know, dealt with that. Uh, you know, the CBS one I used to listen to uh PTI and I kind of moved over into uh the the more nerdy genre where I was able to listen to IGN's podcast. I was able to listen uh to the Giant Bombcast because you know, I'm a huge gamer and I enjoyed all of that and then my friend Derek and Zach decided one day to uh, to start the Nerd Cave, and I was living in Arkansas at the time, and I would listen to every episode, and I was like, man, I was like, when I go back and visit, I am want to, uh, you know, want to be on and talk and everything, and then I moved back to Florida, and it just so happened they were like, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? And I said yes, and I mean, the rest is history. Uh, it's fun. You get to meet a lot of really cool people. Like I said, we've met... Uh, Jeremy and Chris, and we've met, you know, a ton of other guys. We haven't met Bro Hugs, but we've talked through Facebook and everything. Uh, so, I mean, it just opens
0: up a whole world of, of opportunities and, and fun stuff. Yep. And with me, it's I had an hour drive to and from college every day. So I randomly stumbled upon this uh, wrestling podcast that was like two hours long. So I had an hour drive to school, an hour drive back home. So it was the perfect listening time. And from there, I started listening to ESPN podcast, uh, IGN's Nintendo podcast, uh, and various other ones. And um, our friend Zach, who unfortunately couldn't be here for the panel today, um, he was going through a little bit of a rough patch, and I knew that he was a huge Kevin Smith fan. So I'm like, why don't you check out Kevin Smith's modcast? He kind of looks like Kevin Smith. He yeah. does a little yeah, bit. I like to think models he models his look after fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so he listened to it, and then we had dinner one night, and he's like, hey... Why don't we start a podcast? And I was like, oh, I never really thought of that before. So months later, uh, the Nerd Cave podcast was born, and soon we'll be, uh, actually in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing our 200th episode. Nice. And oh, then we we'll- were on th-
3: 150, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, you, were, yeah you were on yeah, we, 150. We were on 150, that's, yeah. right.
0: that's right. And then May will be um, four years since we've been doing the Nerd Cave podcast. And since then, you know, we've branched into doing other shows as well. Like me and Robbie do a fantasy football podcast during football season. Um, I do an interview show where I do, uh, you know, interviews and have roundtable discussions on specific topics. What's
1: the name of that podcast for the folks
0: out there? Yeah. The Derek Diamond Experience. It's fantastic. It's also the world's worst pickup line. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, it buddy. worked on me. <laughs> Everything works on
0: you. <laughs> True. True?
1: And when you said it's unfortunate that Zach was not able to be here, that's for us more than them yes. throwing that out <laughs> yeah.
0: there. So anyway, it, we also do uh, a retro gaming podcast. Uh, we have, I think, six shows on our podcasting network, if you will. So I uh, feel like podcasts dominate my life sometimes. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But um, I guess kind of moving on as far as like the, the teaching aspects, what are some things that you guys have learned uh, during your time podcasting, like maybe it's you know errors that have happened that you know people should know about that can be easily fixed, or you know what what are some some things you've learned during your time podcasting? Oh.
3: There's too many podcasters. Don't start one.
0: <laughs> no, um,
3: <laughs> <sighs> podcasting. Uh, it's always good to know what you want to do yep. going into it. Um, a lot of people focus way too much on equipment, and in today's day and age, you can. Record from a cell phone, from a camera, DLSR. Uh, things are relatively cheap. Uh, but going in and knowing what kind of format you want to have. Um, and if you go back and listen to any of our three shows, they are radically different. Um, ours was more centered around camaraderie and comedy. We would start every episode off with a skit to kind of, you know, just get you into the mode of you're about to listen to a lot of shenanigans. Um, So having that, like, format going in, not just going, hey, I want to do a a comic book podcast. Well, cool, um, but what's going to separate you from everyone else? Like, why, you know, what personality quirks are you going to have? You know, are you going to do a 15-minute show, a 20-minute show, a 30-minute show? Um, You know, looking around and actually seeing what works for some people and what doesn't. Uh, Because a lot of people will go online now and see a two-hour long podcast and go, yeah, uh, about that though, guys. Um, Cool. I don't want to listen to that. But if somebody has a quick five to 15-minute one, they're getting so many listens. Um, So knowing all that stuff before you actually record your first episode is imperative to starting off and building a following. Uh,
2: One of the biggest things that I've learned is be knowledgeable about what you're talking about and make sure that – when you're, when you're talking about a podcast, like he said, having a, a knitting podcast, well, you've just c- considerably cut down everything that you can talk about except for just knitting. Yeah. And I mean, if you're super passionate about knitting, I'm sure you could talk for hours on it. But you got to have something to where y- you're knowledgeable, you enjoy talking about it. With the Nerd Cave podcast, uh, that, we cover everything pop culture, whether it be books, movies, games. Uh, I mean, we've even talked sports on the Nerd Cave. And Just don't put yourself in a box, Uh, I mean, unless, you know, it's a fairly big box and you can, but like just don't have it be extremely narrow, kind of broaden it so you're not stuck on one thing and then after, you know, 100 episodes, well, I've talked about all I could talk about this. Uh, Like I said, we're going, or he said, we're going on our 200th episode and if we would have put ourselves in a tiny box, we probably would have burned out a long time ago. That's yeah,
1: true. and I echo a lot of what both of you guys are saying. Um, I do feel like there's a little bit of leeway in the beginning, like trial and error phase. It, what you go into it expecting out of your show, let it have room to organically grow. Um, being knowledgeable, it's incredibly important. But on top of that, there's, there's lots of knowledgeable people out there. What are you going to contribute to it? Uh, like Chris said, uh, as far as personality, what are you going to bring to it that is your own unique voice. I think that's so important because as three different podcasts that have a lot of overlap, I think it's important to be distinguishable, to stand apart. And if you were to listen to one to the next to the next, I think it's your own voice that shines through the most. Um, So don't be too critical of yourself. But what I heard at the beginning is if you could sit down and record yourself for an hour, talking about whatever that thing is you love and many of you guys you already know what that thing is like if you have a question like i want to do a podcast but i don't know what i want to do that podcast on i honestly from my personal perspective would say maybe it's not for you but if you have that thing that you're on fire about and you can sit there and you can share that experience for a a good amount of time you're already locked in, you already have an edge that so many other people don't have, so I just really believe bring every every bit of you as a person, as a personality, and all that things into it, and don't strive to be what somebody else has done, because there's no one straight path from from no fan base to actually having fans, I think it varies from person to person to person, and that's that's a beautiful thing, you know, it's like the thing that you can offer is is who you are. And you be yourself, you know? When you're in front of that microphone, find a way to talk to it where it feels organic, where it's like you're talking to a friend. And I think from there, you really can't go wrong because even if you don't blow up and have a million listeners, you enjoy what you're doing. And it's an experience that you can value. And you do, you get to talk to like-minded people. So that's, that's the best advice that I can give as far as, getting started and giving yourself a direction
3: and then the the other thing that you and I have often talked about is uh when you start or even if you're five years in looking at your views or your listens and trying to like judge how you're doing off of that is one of the worst things you can do it'll kill you um John Campia uh who's a very famous movie reviewer said that you know if you have five listeners that's more than some people and that's five people that really enjoy listening to you Um, and as two people who I know have flipped out about putting a lot of work into something and getting like 20 views, um, you know, continuously putting things out, continuously just being yourself will get you to where you want to be, um, and constantly improving on that, you know, what it's a product. It really is, you know, constantly improving on that product will, you know, net you some results. and that's the thing to do is, you know, if you get 10 views, 10 listens on your first podcast, trust me, it'll be a lot more by episode 50. Um, and if it's not, then who cares? You still have 10 people who every week or every day are tuning in to listen to you or whoever you decide to work with.
0: And I think kind of going off on what both of you guys were saying, when you come to start a podcast, I think the number one thing that you need to have is passion for what you talk about. Absolutely. Because if you're just talking about something and you're just kinda like, Oh, yeah, this new video game came out, sweet. No one's gonna listen to that. If you if you talk about how excited you are for our, the upcoming Nintendo Switch or, you know, the next great Marvel movie that's coming out, your passion can really draw you in. It can draw the listeners in. And I, I think, you know, that's first you need to find what you wanna talk about, whether it's strictly movies strictly video games whatever it is you find that topic that you're passionate about and the passion will draw listeners in and like like you said Chris it could be five listeners but those could be five people that you know you come in contact with that you might even become friends with I know um, someone who uh, both me and Robbie know uh, we had um, we had a guy who started listening to the Nerd Cave podcast um, oh is this Nick yes yeah who lives in Minnesota, he just happened to stumble upon our show. He's been listening ever since then. We talk on a regular basis, and now he actually does a wrestling podcast with me. So that would have never happened if he wasn't one of those first few people because we didn't have a ton of downloads in the beginning. But if it's 1, 5, 50, 100, you never know who you're going to reach. And things are going to fluctuate. Like, you'll have...
3: Fourteen thousand listens on one episode, and then the next episode will be a hundred, and then after that maybe it'll go closer again to fourteen thousand. It's there's almost nothing that's going to just get you the same like level average of listeners or viewers, um, and that's something that you have to come to terms with, you know, when you start is that. Even if you look at some of the more famous YouTubers and podcasters, none of their numbers hit like some sort of like arbitrary number and they're like good from there. It constantly is going up and down, up and down. And you'll never know. You could be, like I said before, you can put three weeks worth of work into one episode and maybe 20 people listen to it. And then one thing that you do sitting on the toilet and you decide to record yourself will net you 25,000 listeners just on that one item.
0: You never really know. Never, never, ever. Another big
2: thing that you need to focus on is having a schedule and have it be a set absolutely. schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Because if if someone's listening, like, oh, I really enjoyed that. All right, and they're trying to figure out when you have a when it's going to be when you're going to put out another thing, and if they don't know. Well, they're not going to want to sit there and check their phone every day, you know, multiple times a day, when waiting it for it. again. Yeah. yeah, and then At guess point. what? You lose interest. Uh, so making sure you have a set schedule really helps, uh, and that's one thing that we try to try to stay on is on a somewhat strict schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every now and then we have stuff that happens, Issues. but you know, we we picked like from the very beginning we picked one day out of the week to do our podcast. And it's the same thing with with all the other ones. Like, say, the wrestling one, we record that every Wednesday. With our show, we do it on Sundays. So having that consistency, and really, if you find that consistency, then the rest of your schedule will will work itself out. Oh, and technical difficulties.
2: Mm. You will have these often. You cannot – don't get defeated. Don't get discouraged. Uh, We actually – Zach live-streamed last night, and our – our origin lap, uh, computer that you know we had custom built, blue screened multiple times through, and we ended up having to scrap the the live stream. It's going to happen. It will infuriate you. Try not to destroy your studio or your home, uh, and just cool down and then get back to it. Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen multiple times. You just have to carry on. You yeah. Also don't don't u- let it get user,
3: to user uh, user errors like yeah. not flipping a switch when you're recording and then all of a sudden you're using your camera's microphone instead of the high quality microphone it you happens. use. <laughs> it, it, it does. And then you do it for
0: three hours and it's for somebody else and never mind. That's a different story for a different time. <laughs> kind of going off on that, uh, I'm interested to hear you two guys especially. What's the worst like your biggest horror story from podcasting? Oh geez. Oh, oh okay.
3: Uh, this one was actually recent. Um, Neek had, like I said, had taken a hiatus and we decided there was a lot of really good news and we made about a two-hour time frame on a Sunday to record. And um, we used to record through Google Hangouts and, of course, that is now defunct and extinct. So YouTube, uh, which is what we were going through, and then I would rip the audio out of the video, um, wanted to make us pay for like Skype calls to come in. And we were like, nah, we'll just, you know, we'll all record locally. I'll record my vocals on my computer. Uh, Ray will record his on his and then Josh on his. We'll all send them to Josh. He'll mix it together. We'll put out the episode on iTunes. It'll be fine. So we do about a two and a half hour episode and Josh forgot to hit the record button. So uh, we hadn't done an episode in about two months. (laughs) And there's only audio of me and Ray talking, and then <laughs> spots in it where you, you know, Josh. I was like, well, Josh, you know, just, just you know, be responsive, reactive, just record your own vocals, and it never happens. So we didn't put that out. <laughs> um, so that's one horror story.
1: It's a good one. Uh, for me, like, how much time do you guys have? What, what do we, we got like? Oh yeah, we yeah, time. we got plenty of time. Got plenty I got, got time. like 36 stories. I'm gonna tell you guys. Actually, Derek was over the other night. <clears throat> and, you, can, you remember this. In the process of kind of reconfiguring the way I had the studio set up, I decided I wanted to put my green screen in the corner because that way I could have the farthest vantage point with my camera, right? Well, the thing about green screens is you have to evenly light the green screen from one corner to the other in order to properly key it out. And I didn't test it as much as I should have ahead of time. So I had this crease in the middle of the screen and to key it out, it was a nightmare, you know. And I do think that you shouldn't take these things as a sign of defeat. Like if you're going to get into podcasting, be ready to fail over and over and over again. And if you're cool doing that, you probably will have the longevity that it takes to actually succeed Because I find that that's kind of the difference uh, from the people who are just casually into it to the people who are passionate about it, is once you accept that failure is very much a part of succeeding in anything, then you'll push past that stuff. And that's just one out of literally, guys, dozens of times that I've had some sort of technical difficulties, that I've had some sort of issues. There's been times when I was getting a really solid interview out of a celebrity and The video's all on point and then all of a sudden my recording device wasn't on, so I had to use the camera audio, which for any of you guys that have any experience with that, uh, it actually doesn't sound near as good, obviously. You've got these specific tools for the job, depending on what the job is. And uh, yeah, sometimes your tools don't work as well as you'd like them to, whether the battery in your camera dies, whether your AA uh, batteries in your uh, recording device dies. There's just, expect the unexpected and don't don't beat yourself up over making mistakes. It's gonna happen. Um, Robbie really nailed it when he talked about having a consistent schedule, but if in order to meet that deadline, you have to, you know, put out something that maybe the audio or the video, video quality is subpar, your viewers or your listeners are still getting content. They'll be willing to overlook these small technical issues just because they enjoy what it is you're talking about. So again, just don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to make mistakes.
3: Actually, I think it's, uh, more desire. You should want to fail. Um, every, everything that I've learned from podcasting and doing video is not from school. It's because I set up a camera and a microphone and I messed up. I mean, there were times when I only tracked left audio. There's times when I've only tracked right audio. There's times when, uh, I didn't properly light my green screen or plug a microphone incorrectly or didn't hit a switch, you know? Um, And it feels really, really shitty when it's happening and you have no control over it. But the next time you go to record that that's something that you're going to look for, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're going to do better. So the more you fail, the more you're going to learn. And you should want that because without failure, then when something catastrophic does happen, you won't have the calm sense to just fix it
0: and know better. Before we continue this awesome podcasting panel, I have to remind you that for you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And they have a ton of books to choose from, guys. Over 180,000 titles. That's like four or five lifetimes worth of books. They have series like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Mass Effect, Halo, Gears of War, Uh, They have autobiographies. I recently finished uh, Chris Jericho's latest book, Best in the World at What? I Have No Idea. It's a very entertaining book. And if you want to check that out or any of the other ones that I mentioned, you can go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave to get your free audiobook and 30-day free trial. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download today. Well, uh, we still have uh, some more time left. Does anyone here have any questions? If you want to come up to the mic. Or
1: you can just yell it at us. I'm used to being yelled at.
0: Oh,
2: that's fine.
1: Very good. All right, some of the things that I've been noticing lately,
2: um, I'm a
1: Star Wars nerd, so... Me too. There's a lot of push for video with other streaming content with
2: podcasts, podcast. And for guys like me who, you know, I run a business, and I, this
0: is stuff I do on the side for fun, and over the years you know everybody talks about equipment 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 it's
1: getting to the point now yeah where you know my iphone i get the latest iphone so i can do a whole lot of that mm-hmm. i don't even bring a camera conventions anymore <laughs> but
0: you know it's still primarily my market research
2: when i'm talking to people primarily the two places people still listen
1: to podcasts routinely in the car while they're running mm-hmm. Where y'all seeing pushback
3: coming from people wanting more
0: video, more it's a question. multimedia content, great is it really that important to support
3: your brand? Uh, it is very important to support your brand. Um, you know, in the world of social media, being able to cross-share, um, like we all have cross-shared our stuff with each other. Um, it gets you more listeners. It gets you more people, you know, to view. And, um, you know, audio versus video, if you can do both and you have the ability to do that, then do that because that gives you two mediums to work with. Um, when it comes to just strictly podcasting, audio is your best friend. It's the easiest to do. Um, even if you want to buy or like a, you're recording on your iPhone, Right. If you use your iPhone, you plug it in your computer, download the video, you can get video ripper software that will separate your audio from the video. And everybody that has ever listened to anything I've done has always gone, you know, dude, I like to listen to you guys when I'm doing laundry. I pop in my headphones, I can fold my laundry, do my laundry, mow my lawn, whatever and that is almost where audio is going to be stronger than video and you can do longer formats that way because people will listen to it in their car when they're jogging when they're at the gym and they don't have to you know actually focus on anything they can just listen um so with that uh you know you don't need to necessarily invest in equipment but it also depends on how far you want to take it um you know all of us up here at some point do want to do something more professional with it than just radio or just you know being on youtube Uh, So we have invested, you know, money into that format. But if it's something you're doing as a hobby or you're doing it with friends or you just want to put something out there just so that you can interact with more people of your kind, then doing it on your iPhone is not a big deal. You'll get awesome audio quality from iPhone earbuds with a microphone because that's actually how I started Neek was I used my iPad and iBuds and that's it.
2: I know uh – Zach and myself, we uh, did a for the win Friday where we played uh, NBA 2K and we recorded everything through our iPhone, the, the video and everything. And I mean, it turned out great. And it's something that we do with our, our podcast. The Nerd Cave podcast is we we video it uh, and we'll break it into sections each week. Like uh, we record on Sunday. So Monday you'll get this part of the podcast and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is when the audio version of it drops on iTunes, SoundCloud, and, and everything else, and that's when the full video also goes out on YouTube, because uh, as, as much as I love podcasting, I listen to podcasts more than I watch YouTube, sure. but uh, the generation that we're living in, uh, I have a, a little sister who will come home from school and she'll sit and she'll watch YouTube for five hours. Uh, kids kids eat it up and if you're uh if you're you know you're talking about the latest marvel movie and you have a kid who's a marvel nut he'll sit there and and he'll watch your stuff like i had a uh a kid at school and he was talking to me about mr rob i sat and watched your stuff for like four hours the other day and i mean that's that's what they'll do they will sit there and they will eat it up so if you can put a video with your audio uh you're going to get a lot more traffic whether it is through youtube itunes whatever uh, so... Like I said, if you can do it, that's that's the better way to go.
3: Well, the importance of short video was actually started by a uh, kind of funny, which is Greg Miller uh, and Colin Moriarty, Nick Scarpino, and Tim Geddes. Um, the reason they started breaking up that podcast uh, in the video format was actually for the adults who came over from uh, Podcast Beyond. Mm-hmm. It's because when you're an adult, you don't really have time to sit down and watch five hours of video. So they break up their two-hour podcast into four parts, and, you know, when you get home, if you've got a couple of minutes, you watch the first part. On your way to work, you watch the second part. You know, In between on lunch break, you can watch the third. Um, so doing that is actually a really smart way to constantly keep people coming back. And if you're adding not just the podcast, but let's say you do an interview with somebody, they'll go, oh, there's something new there. And they'll keep coming back, keep
0: coming back. Uh, one last thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll get there. Well, Derek, you got a good answer for this one? I, I totally agree with everything that, that you guys said. And i think Such as far as yes, man. <laughs> as far as the videos go, I think not just YouTube, but even the importance of Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. and uploading yeah. directly to Facebook. We've because all learned
1: lately that Facebook is a great yes, avenue. It, yeah.
0: Because what people want to do is they just want to focus on one medium. Mm-hmm. Like if they see a video or they say, oh, go to YouTube and check this out, then you have to close Facebook go to YouTube, load the video. Whereas you're like, hey, watch this video here. And everything is on Facebook and very easy to access. Well, so
3: YouTube has also gone against uh, content creating lately. Uh, their yes. new algorithm um, is not just views anymore. So if you want to be plugged into their main feed, you have to have views, likes, and comments. Um, and if you go to any popular YouTuber, um, I mean PewDiePie technically is off now, but even before he got kicked off, his numbers dropped drastically. Um, You know, yeah, it still looks like a lot, but if you're talking about a guy who's averaging a million views, all of a sudden only averaging 500,000, that's a dramatic drop, and we've all seen that happen, which is why we've switched over to also putting up on Facebook, because now people will see it in their feed and they'll just click it, and once it's done, they'll just let it keep playing, and they'll go through that playlist on Facebook. Um, and, I, I mean, if you look at the numbers of views from any one of us, Facebook versus YouTube, it's dramatic. Yep. It is so dramatic, but you need to have a presence on both. Yeah. I
1: wanted to put a button on it and just basically say that if you go ahead and record with the video, you can extract the audio. Yep. That's, that's the beauty of that. Um, and then also know that your different mediums carry a different uh, attention span with their given audience. I want to say that the average listen or watch on a YouTube video is somewhere around two minutes whereas people listen to long form content again because you don't have to be locked in to the visualization of it. Yep. I also wanted to say PewDiePie is still alive and well on YouTube. He's just not sponsored by Disney anymore. Um,
3: or uh, YouTube. They no, no. he's they, No, they don't have him his premium content. Oh, yep.
1: okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, you can... Still finding stuff? Is that right?
3: I think, I think it's still on yeah. there. It's, all it's just they're not promoting him. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that.
1: And uh, take advantage of all your mediums. You've got SoundCloud, you've got iTunes, you've got Podcast One, you've got Facebook, you've got YouTube. Podbean. And when you lock yeah. into all – when you start exhausting all of those different options, you can pull people from here, you can pull people from here. And, uh, you know, with, specifically to what you were saying with your iPhone – I think that's a fantastic place to start. Uh, There are digital camcorders that don't get as good of uh, video quality as your new iPhones do. Yeah, Yeah. and no shame in that. Uh, No shame in that. You can absolutely start to gain traction with that. And once the fans demand it and they're like, you're doing great content, but your video sucks, then you you can deal with it then. But up to that point, just rock what you've got going on. If you're enjoying yourself and and you feel like you're, you know, pushing forward, keep doing it. Keep doing keep it. Keep doing it, absolutely. Also,
3: people will always tell you that you're doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Especially so. friends. Always. Oh, yeah. Friends. <laughs> <Especially>.
1: Wives. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, wives. Yes, wives. Who needs right. them? We're ready, we're ready. We're,
2: we're yeah, ready to move think. on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to ask you to talk
3: about hosting an RSS oh, Hosting RSS? An RSS? Um, RSS feeds are actually just a link um, that you're um, podcasting, uh, like whatever host you're using. So let's say you upload to SoundCloud, right? Um, and you ask them to um, so give you a uh, RSS feed. They'll actually give you a link. And then all you do is just copy and paste that link to iTunes and it'll transfer over or whatever other service. And when I started and they were like, we'll just get our RSS feed. I was like, what is that? And I actually didn't know for like three or four months. Um, until they were like, no, it's just that link down there. And I was like, why does this sound so much more complicated than <laughs> it is? Like, can't they just say the link to links or the link of links? Is, is what you guys use? We did use SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud Pro. It's $15 a month and it's unlimited upload. Um, so, I mean, you can upload as much as you want. Uh, SoundCloud is also a very high traffic uh, podcasting host or music, whatever it is you're going to do. Um, So they will, you know, if you are doing well, they'll actually put you into their, like, top 10 or whatever. Um, And then, again, all you got to do is just request the RSS feed. It usually takes anywhere from a couple of days to a week, depending on, I guess, how they're they're feeling. And then all you got to do is just copy and then paste it into iTunes. No, 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 no. You no. just yeah, have to submit the RSS it's, it's, feed once. Yeah, it's, it's literally your link of links, you know, so. Real
1: simple syndication is a way to look at yeah, it. Exactly. That's just the basic acronym, and it is, like you said, once you're established and locked in and you've been approved by iTunes,
3: every single week it just goes directly as there. As, you, as soon as you okay. upload to SoundCloud, it'll pop up onto
0: iTunes, cool. and you'll be
3: good. All right. You had a question? Oh, the, uh, actually,
2: back you yeah, up, yes, the, uh, I've seen
3: you get out
0: of the uh, theater, Chris, and it's great volume. If you're in the theater. We're talking people right there, and it sounds like, and you, know, you have a special camera there, so sound is great. The video pretty good. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. But are you seeing a lot of uh, podcasting groups like like yourselves, kind of forming little you know groups together to be stronger, That's like getting the word out there.
1: We I mean, you see, you know, obviously you guys, you see a lot. With, uh, Chris Martin's group, you know, they're becoming
3: be bigger and bigger,
0: getting the word out.
3: For else. Well, you almost have to nowadays. Yeah. I mean. You know, yeah, we're we're trying to tell you guys how to start your own podcast. But once you step foot into podcasting and you actually see how many podcast you know channels there are and how many people want to get into it, uh, if you don't band together, you know, and it's not even like creating stuff together, you just have like a friendly agreement. Hey, if you post an episode, I'll share it. But if I post an episode, you share it. You know, that is the only way you're going to actually get ahead, unless somehow you are related to Chris Hardwick and he comes on your show. Um, because there, I mean, there's a million, you know, if you guys try SoundCloud, go on SoundCloud and see how many podcasts there are. And it's, it's overwhelming at first. In fact, when Neek started out, um, there was a podcast called, and I swear to God, I don't know why this happened, but it was called two are uh, all the guys that we like to that word was there. I just want to say it out loud. Yeah, thank you. Um, Guy, and for some reason, whenever you would type in our name, their podcast would pop up too. Um, And it did that for six straight months. Um, I still check in on those ladies. They're doing well. But, um, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's things like that. Like, when you notice that they had 500,000 subscribers because they would talk about just random stuff they did on the weekend. Um, You know, if you don't band together um, with someone uh you know either bigger than you or even you know at the same level or smaller and you know and try to you know overlap your guys's fan share you're you know again if unless you're getting celebrities on your show it's going to be a really hard uphill battle
2: networking sometimes that's that's why we like derek
3: and yeah absolutely i want
1: to also real quick uh one share from another person is worth a Thousand shares that you give yourself because, of course, you're going to share your own content. You get one other person to share your content that puts credibility behind it, so that's just something to consider as when long you as you start having a network. As
3: long as it's not friends who are like, Hey, listen to my friend's show, that is a death knell. Uh, no one's going to click that link. Yeah, I'm just letting you know.
2: Any other questions?
0: Networking, I think, is clearly the, the right path, though. they like, between Twitter and, like, Reddit kind of scares
1: me a little bit. <laughs> you can do a bunch of social justice warrior stuff, like this guy right here. Make sure you've got hot-button issues in there, like racism and sexism and
3: all of these bu- buzzwords. He's, that's, he's, that's he's actually not joking. No, My no, most-watched video is uh, about eh. racism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is gross. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, unless you're like you're 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 wanting to spend money, um, then social media is your your best way. Yeah. Um, people supporting you, sharing your content is the best. Um, we all here have invested money in making t-shirts, business cards, um, paying for advertisement on Facebook. Um, you know, and you get a little you know a little bump and whatnot, but it's not that much. But constantly. Showing up, scheduling, you know, always being on time, coming to cons, you know, and meeting people. Absolutely. Last year he, here at Pensacon, we all kind of just, you know, said we're all going to work together over the next year and push each other's stuff yeah. and see where it goes. And that's how we're back here again yep. today. Um, you know, so the power of being able to meet people and, you know, and make friends and network with, I mean, it doesn't have to be that many. It's not like you got to go out and make 150 new friends so they'll share your product you know three people and you know you'll move up six people you'll move up you know um, it's it's like being a politician you know shake hands and kiss babies Um, um actually t-shirts worked really well um, last Pensacon I spent two, $400 on about 45 pairs of shirts um, that I got professionally made by Aramark. Um, and between selling and handing out to, you know, just people who I know would be very visible, um, our next episode on Neek went up by, like, 300 listeners. Um, you know, and that's from being relatively unknown to now being just semi-obscure. Uh, and you had a question, didn't you? Uh, what do you
2: guys think of, like, you got these media delivery systems like RSS was talking about? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Twitch and using Twitter? Like, what's your preference on stuff like that? Cheers. Oh, I mean, uh, any any place that you could put it out because I know when we live stream, we do a lot of live shows. We'll we'll stream it to YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch is always a good place because they have the the tip thing already incorporated into that. The, our own uh, yeah, uh, you're able to go live now on Twitter, uh, Instagram. So, I mean, you're able to, to get your stuff out there to a lot more people. So, I mean, if if you haven't looked into Twitch, look into it because uh, like it'll show everything that's being played on Twitch. And the more people watch, the more you start creeping up the, the list of things that are live right now.
3: I would also... Uh, urge you before you jump into Twitch to learn not only their rules and regulations, yes. um, but also what professional Twitch users are doing. It's not just filming yourself and talking. Uh, anytime you use any sort of copyrighted material, they will mute your channel. People can still watch it, but they can't hear anything, and that actually is going to work against you. Mm-hmm. Um, going live and whatnot is great. Um, However, again, you know, it needs to be something that, you know, is, like, awesome. Like, you know, you're in the middle of the crowd at Pensacon. Go live. You know, go live real quick.
1: We have another question based on the same topic. You've got different streaming media like Periscope,
2: Mm Meerkat, Facebook Live, Twitch, like we mentioned. What's the
1: one that would get the most exposure that you guys have found that has the least volume that I'll Regionally, it's Facebook.
0: Facebook, right? yeah. that Facebook
1: Live. Might be exclusive to the South. I, I can only speculate,
3: you know, Facebook, but it seems like Facebook's big yeah. yeah. everywhere. So, so many
0: people, everyone's good. on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, yeah.
3: Facebook Live is the biggest thing right now. Um, Periscope is growing. I yeah, perisc- say, no, Periscope. No, Periscope is big use too.
1: Facebook, though, the kids would be more likely to use Periscope. So just I mean, like I can't, uh, I can't market myself to kids. That would be unethical.
3: Um, <laughs> also, you know, Facebook Live will notify everybody in your friends list. Yep. So if yep. you're somebody who is a habitual, you know, ad friend, um, person every, like if you have 1500 friends, they're all going to get notified that you're live. Um, so that's a benefit, you know, yeah. to you because if only a quarter of them watch it, then that's, you know, a lot of people. I'm bad yeah. at math. I'm not doing that. On
2: anybody the spot. else? Any like tech
1: questions? Can anybody Wait, tell man. me how to run a successful podcast? <laughs> <laughs> any of you out there got any good advice for me? Take your pants That's what I thought. <laughs> Dick. I've
0: I've got a good question for us to close out the panel because we've got about I think three minutes left. What does podcasting mean to you? It, it gives me an outlet to to
2: make friends. Uh, I know these guys know. I if I if I talk to you and I've never met you, I can become friends with you. I'm a I'm a very personable person. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy meeting people. I can go to a place I've never been. And and leave with like a hundred new friends. I am the person who has a crap ton of Facebook friends because I'm like, hey, and you know, we hit it off.
3: And Robbie's that, the flavor flave of nerd cave. I do what yes. I can. He's the hype man.
2: Uh, I, I just like talking to people, and what better way to talk to people than to podcast and
3: be on YouTube? So, oh, is it they, my turn? They, I'm, I'm, they, I'm taking it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I haven't talked that much. Uh, yeah at least I haven't mentioned misogyny yet. No, I took care of that. <laughs> you buddy. did. I, I appreciate that. I'm glad we're friends. Um, You're a bastard. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, at any one point in time, uh, even going through rough patches, being able to focus on podcasting and talk about everything that I've ever loved in my entire life, more than human beings, uh, has been a great outlet. Um, and it's made me new friends. And it's um, made me smarter. It's made me learn new techniques. Yeah. Um, I would have never known how to use a camera or a microphone. No, that's not true because I ran sound. Never mind. Uh, I would have <laughs> never known how to use an actual like photographic camera or a video camera professionally if it wasn't for podcasting. And it's taught me yeah. uh, invaluable new skills.
1: For me, there's two distinctive different avenues that you can go down. You've got the I learned marketable skills thing. There's all the technical side of it, all these aspects that, like, like Chris had mentioned, cameras, microphones, recording, uh, recording equipment, all of those different things. Um, but then there's also this opportunity to just unapologetically be yourself. You know, you've got a platform to do that, and that's a beautiful thing. And, and maybe it, people will respond to it. Maybe it'll really resonate with certain audiences. And maybe it won't, and maybe it's the format that you need to refine, but it is just, it's a platform to the world. You have a voice, and you you have the ability to use that voice, whether it be from an iPhone, whether it be for just an old mixer, you have a voice. And I think that's the most important thing to take away is that it's available to all of us. So if if it's something that you're passionate about, rock it, man.
0: And Jeremy got way political there, (laughs) free speech. And I'll just say real quick, uh, for me, it's you know getting to talk about things I enjoy with friends, and if we entertain people for an hour, yep. then I think that's great. Absolutely. But we have run out of time, so thank you guys for joining us for the Podcasting 101 and panel. And enjoy the con, guys. Yeah, enjoy Pensacon. And that concludes this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcasting 101 panel. Uh, I'd like to thank you know Robbie, Chris, and Jeremy for sitting in with that. I uh, had a lot of fun hearing their stories on how they got into podcasting and you know giving out advice to anyone who might want to start a podcast themselves. And you can follow uh, The Nerd Cave, Be Terrible, and Nerd Life uh, on social media. You can find the links in the episode description. Next week, we'll be taking a look into the world of voice acting with the voice of Porky Pig himself, Mr. Bob Bergen. So you'll definitely want to come back next week and check out that awesome interview. But until then, you can check out past episodes of this show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. Search for Derek Diamond Experience on Facebook. On Twitter, my personal page is at Derek underscore diamond. The show page is at D Diamond Podcast. And I'm also on Instagram at D Diamond Podcast. I post a 60 second preview of every week's upcoming episode, uh, random photos. Instagram's a lot of fun to do, so definitely go check that out. And I believe that does it. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Tuesday. To a Nerd Cave Network production. Are you looking for new original music? If so, you should check out my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are very important to this podcast. They're a local indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida. And they supply the theme music that you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is D-Rock from their upcoming album, Thundersnow, which will be out very, very soon. But you can check out some of their past music on Bandcamp. Just go over to Bandcamp.com and search for The Unicorn Wranglers. And you can find Murder Mystery Night, 95 Flannel, and their EP, Atomics, for free. That's my favorite four-letter word, free. You can also follow them on social media. They're on Twitter and Instagram, at Wranglers. Search for The Unicorn Wranglers on Facebook. And finally, be sure to check out their website, unicornwranglers.com.